This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. What's going on, Facebook Live, YouTube? What's going on? Little, uh, little, little different setting this week. Welcome to the lounging edition. We got uh, Jimmy Skinner in the house. Me and Jimmy are down at Kissimmee. Jay is uh, at home in freezing cold Chicago. Yep, it's great here. <laughs> Super duper. It was pretty. I heard it was pretty brutal up there yesterday. It was like what negative twenty, negative thirty with the windshield or something. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, it's been super cold. And then like, and today I posted because uh, we had a, we had like a few days of just nasty weather. And then today I went out to start my truck, and I'm like, it's like twenty one, and I'm like, oh, thank God, it's warm. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Susie, Dude, it, Susie's in the house. What's up, Susie? What's up, Susie? I mean, a lot of people were thinking the same thing. I was like, a northerner's mentality. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like I can take off my jacket. It's only just 21 finally. Yeah, I talked to the wife yesterday morning and uh, she's like, I hate you right now. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, what else is new? <laughs> No, but you, uh no you don't Susie. It, it's not worth being down here right now yeah it's uh we'll, we'll get into that it's i mean the weather was nice today yesterday was kind of crummy and then uh nasty cold front blowing through this weekend but um a couple things i want to touch on real quick is uh if you guys saw the post today um eastport marina uh we got that event live on tourney x so if you guys are planning on coming down to dale hollow uh, the weekend of April 2nd and 3rd, um, our good friends at Eastport have a little incentive. If you get signed up early, they're giving away six rooms and lodging on a houseboat uh, for the, uh, I don't know if it's the first six or if he's doing a random drawing. Can you pull that up on your phone, Jimmy? I can. And, and read that off. And then uh, if you sign up early as well, um, you can get free camping uh, up at the uh, marina as well. They got uh, some areas for some campsites and stuff like that. So get signed up on Tourney X. If you guys aren't following Eastport, um, go give them a follow. And uh, I think you have to follow them to win that drawing. Um, I'm going off of memory, and I talked to Richard yesterday after I had been awake for like 30 hours. So 
So what, <laughs> it's not all fresh in my mind, but uh, so what we got going on is uh, from Richard himself. Sign up early by March first and get the following: free primitive camping at the farm venue for everyone that signs up early. Um, everyone that signs up early is entered into a drawing for six opportunities to get houseboat accommodations during the tournament for free. Share, comment, and post the Paddle and Fin Tournament on your own Facebook page. Participate in the tournament, stay for the closing awards, and you will be entered into one of two drawings for a three-night cabin vacation rental at the farm. That's right. I forgot about that giveaway. Um, yeah, he said, uh, you know, you can come stay at the uh, the marina down there for a three-night stay at any time of your choice if you stay all the way through the awards. So that'll get drawn you know, at the very end there. So kind of cool, man. They uh, stepped up huge and obviously they stepped up huge last year too. So mm-hmm. huge shout out to Eastport Marina, Richard and the whole crew down there. Uh, looking forward to being back down there. And uh, we're doing that in conjunction with uh, Jared's club. Yeah. Central Tennessee kayak anglers, my buddy, Garrett Johnson and a bunch of the uh, Central Tennessee guys and I know they're putting it out there, hoping to get a bunch of the other Tennessee clubs to, to come join us. Nice. Two-day tournament, $80 entry fee. We just dropped the link down in the chat there for you guys uh, for the Tourney X sign-up. So uh, get signed up early. Obviously, there's some incentives, um, but uh, you know we'll, we'll have many other things going on that weekend. Uh, I think a majority of the paddle and fin crew is going to be there. I think maybe one or two can't make it, but uh, should be a great time. So um, also wanted to mention uh, as soon as we're done, go follow, uh, go over to river Bassin. Uh Drew and Ken are doing a show tonight as well. And the last 45 minutes they are going to do uh, viewer questions. So if you guys want to uh, get in on the river bass and stuff and hear from Drew and Ken, uh, jump over there um, after our show ends. So, um, what else do we got? What else is going on, Jay? A uh, whole lot of nothing. Uh, <laughs> fishing shows are getting canceled left and right. Um, Milford's in the chat. He says, Whoa, this looks like it might turn into an after hour show. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> it's possible. I was like, Well, how's this going to work, dude? We have so much tackle and things no, in no, here. Like, no we. we have a, a table over in the corner, but you can't really get to it. So, I was like, <laughs> Ah, we'll throw up the camera out here. I brought it from the studio. It's on the tripod, and like we'll lounge in the uh, in the beds, I guess. And I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't try to like, you know, do something outside by the water or something. There is no water. There's a bar. <laughs> There's a bar. <laughs> the yeah. water's down the road a there bit. There was a bar fight uh, last night too, man. Maybe we can catch the next one on. There you go. <laughs> that sounds. See, you guys are having more. It's a lot more exciting than this house is. I was, I was I was so tired last night. There was no way I was staying at the bar. I ate a burger and I was ready for bed. Yeah, but I uh, think he made it 15 minutes after we got back. Yeah, I was out pretty quick. But uh, yeah, man, Kissimmee, um it it's it's been a grind. I mean, we found some fish, but uh, I mean, the big talk of the town is is we heard a lady talking on a dock today that. Uh, I guess Saturday and Sunday are going to be the coldest it's been in Florida in four years. Yeah. So, uh, figures that, you know, Kissimmee is historically good in January. Uh, I know from some local people that, you know, two weeks ago it was 85. I think it was, I know it was 80. Yeah. It was like 80 and and sunny. They were catching, you know, the pre spawners and spawners already. So it was setting up like we were going to, I mean, that's why we decided to ditch on fork and come to Kissimmee. But, uh, you know, figures a historical low for Florida follows <laughs> Jimmy and Brian. Dude, so. we, we went out there once and uh, I, it was like in the winter. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bring a hoodie, you know, a couple, like, you know, some jeans. It was like 32 for two days while we were there. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. You know, I mean, so it can happen. We got a uh, Scott in the chat. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name because I. I'm horrible at last names, but uh, he's asking water temps. We've seen everywhere from 59 to 65. A lot of yesterday, there was a lot of it was cooler yesterday. There was a bunch of like mid mid to high 50s. Uh, we found 60 a couple times, and then 
we got forced up real shallow by the wind today and we found a pocket that i got 67 degrees in but there wasn't really any fish in it there was one i mean you can't say that you didn't catch it oh it came unhooked like <laughs> a foot away from my boat <laughs> but i did catch one decent one today but i mean not too much of a pattern between i mean Kind of, I've, I've caught really. all three of my fish on the same thing. And I mean, I'm not going to give that away right now. I, I caught mine Pink kind of in the same way. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah, yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, color was a little different. That's but we all. went, we, you know, we've been, we've been out graphing around. You know, you know, you, they're still in the right mindset of like spawn. So yeah. You know, you think of transition points, uh, deep access, close to shallow. We've checked that basically everywhere we've went and nothing. Like, not graphing fish, not graphing bait. You know, like they're still either stuck up shallow and are just hunkered down or they've went way off, which, you know, talking to a bunch of the locals, they don't do that. You know, they just typically stay in the area. But, uh, you know, we talked a bunch of the, there's a bunch of bass boat tournaments going on down here. Yeah. And there's a bunch of guys that are ready. There's a bass open, I think, in two or next week. Yeah. And those guys are already here getting ready and like they're all getting one or two bites a day. Like yeah. that's it. And they're not like one guy caught two shorts, one guy said he got one decent one. That's the only bite he had all day. Yeah, I mean where we were last night, I got those two bites in thirty minutes. Yeah, you did. Something like that. So um kind of laid off that spot after that so only thing that kind of sucks about that is i think you caught them after what would have been tournament hours that's true but i think they're still going to be there right. i don't think that with what we were fishing i don't think they're roaming too far from there you know what i mean because that was uh yeah we'll leave it at that but uh, <laughs> i'm trying not to give away too much like i, I like... love giving away stuff but i mean with as tough as it is like you know like jimmy said like boaters are having a hard time uh some of the kayakers are having a hard time um so it, it'll be interesting man like uh shout out to casey reed and uh, another guy posted up on the kbf page that uh um you know they caught 20 plus inch fish uh so pbs 224 wow. 22 and three quarters and and, and that was on cold days that was on cold days too. So, you know, will the cold really affect the fish? It's hard to say because I think tomorrow's forecast would be 72, right? Just a little below. But still like 68 or something. Yeah. So, you know, you're going from 68 down to... 31? No, 42. The I high, think. yeah, I think the high is like 48 or 50 or something. So, I mean, you got pretty much a 20, 30 degree temperature change which and then the wind is saturday there uh, so today we dealt with i would almost put money on 15s to 20s like 20 mile an hour gusts and the gusts out here i mean you're talking about a gust that'll last like three minutes you know it's just a beat you down uh saturday it's 15 to 20 sustained with 40 mile an hour gusts right so based off what we tried to do today with 15s and 20s you're not crossing the lake you're not getting on those offshore areas like it's going to force most everybody shallow shallow fishing like we were getting two foot rollers 100 yards in the grass lines yeah like behind 100 yards of grass and the waves were still rolling you around like it was rough uh real quick uh milford's asking is it too late to make a fantasy team absolutely not uh, you can, you guys can sign up if you go to paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. Um, you can uh, go there. There's the link to go in, sign up. Uh, there's the spreadsheet on um, everybody's uh, salaries and where they won their money last year. Uh, Kissemi is on there from last year, so you may want to do some research on that. Um, and then your lineup gets locked tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Um, so get signed up. Make sure you got your lineup squared up for this weekend uh, by tomorrow night. I did get a message on the way down here. Uh, Catherine Field messaged me, and she's like, I'm not coming. 
So you may want to take me off your fantasy team. So <laughs> thanks, Milford, for reminding me of that. <laughs> I got to make some adjustments, but uh, I believe she's heading to uh, Fork. She was just heading to Fork this weekend. So um... <laughs> joke's on you. I'm not on there. Yeah. Yeah. Milford. Uh, Todd Patrick in the house. What's up, brother? I hope you're well, man. Um, I'm going to drop. Jay, you're dropping these in the private chat. I know. I don't have access to the uh, regular oh, comment. That's right. We kicked you out. We banned you from that. I know. Uh, I'm dropping uh, the link for Fantasizer down there in the chat. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, get signed up. If you guys aren't uh, signed up already for the Fantasy Team or Fantasy League and uh, get your picks in by 10 o'clock tomorrow night before Susie locks you out. Um, <laughs> and all the events this weekend through – kbf uh count towards that so the trail series both trail series events the pro series event uh the 10 invitational and then the 10 for um uh what is that tuesday wednesday right it's either tuesday wednesday or monday tuesday wednesday i forget okay. yeah yeah i think it's tuesday wednesday but uh knock on the wall and ask Jeff. yeah He's, he's probably right over there. He's on the other side of the building here. But, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting, man. Um, you know, I think some, some limits are definitely going to be caught. I don't know how big they're going to be, though, you know. I think those bigger fish might, might shut down, but it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, something that, you know, I won't share location – we have a really good feeling and talking with guys that we know where like a majority of the folks are fishing uh, based off of how things went last year. And, you know, I guarantee that's where some of these pictures are coming from. But like my thought is that it's a very small area and it's going to get beat apart before tournament day starts. And with the conditions going to complete crap, like that's going to shut down too. So I think it's going to just be a, a, I don't think you can really call who's going to do well or where. I think it's just going to be one of these tournaments where, you know, it's you're only going to get your five bites maybe, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. you got to make it count. Each bite counts for sure, for sure. And this happened last year too. They had a cold front come in. Obviously not as dramatic as this year, but, um, you know, you still saw limits come in. You still saw fish being caught. Um, you just didn't see giants, you know? Um, which will be interesting, but yeah, I mean, the areas we've been fishing, uh, we've seen what one kayak. Yeah. And I would almost guarantee that guy's not in the tournament. Yeah. But, uh, we have, yeah, we, we've traveled a decent amount and I've seen one competitor the whole time, Yeah, which is what kind of helps make me believe that they're in majority of one location and i mean and i can say this one everybody's probably checking out toho because big and little toho is you know that's where the elites go that's everybody knows <laughs> Kissimmee because of lake Kissimmee and toho so uh and there's a lot of like some of these lakes have very limited access yeah so some of these lakes have one put in that yeah. you have to you know really think about to so like when you pull up to one of these ramps you know they're not there because it's the only place to go but it, it like helps challenge your game process, game plan and process because, you know, like we want to go to the northeast side of one lake and you have to cross the entire lake to get there because the ramps on the southwest. Are, Is this like know, a Channel Lakes type situation? Yeah, there's 10 yeah. lakes in play. Oh, okay. Uh, so Scott is uh, in the chat and he's asking, what do we think will win it? So everybody that's watching, put your predictions down in the chat and uh, – let us know what you think will win it. Todd Patrick is saying 92 and a half. I'm going to go 95. I just, some of the folks that are down here, I, I think, I think someone will stumble onto 95 at least one day, you know, okay. maybe, maybe like for a two day for you pro series guys, like, like 88 one day and 90 something the next. So like, you know, like in the seventies, Okay. All right. All right. Someone always seems to stumble onto him. So I was going to say 88. Think so? That bad? I think so. 
I think I uh, 102. Scott, 102 Scott's saying 89. Jay's going 102. <laughs> Jay's calling well, 102, and a, 102 and a quarter. <laughs> All right. Well, I can do that for you, Jay. No problem. I, I bet you, that. man. I bet you somebody's going to find those on the day. This, this is something <laughs> I was thinking about today, like on the water, you know, like, because I, I mean, I used to fish a ton of tournaments. This is my first like legit tournament back in a while. And, uh, like you do really well like in pre-fishing and then you have horrible freaking like tournament days and like i've had good tournament days obviously like even when pre-fishing is good like madison chain for instance like jay knows what that was like when i was pre-fishing like he kept going again really <laughs> again you know and i started off the morning leading that tournament and then uh i forget what i think i ended up in like seventh or something like that but um you know it's it's interesting like i was thinking about it today like you know not catching a ton or finding a ton right now but you know is that necessarily a bad thing because come tournament day is when you really want to catch them you know what i mean right and then the fish we have found I mean, no giant fish, but I think they're resident fish, and I think there's numbers. Yeah, and they're not—they're all like great kayak-sized fish. I mean, you want to yeah. fill out a bag of, you know, sixteens and better if you can't go catch, you know, five twenties. And and that's the thing too. Like we were talking about that on the water. Like the one you caught today, you're like, I thought it was a fourteen, and it ended up being I mean, maybe a fourteen, and yeah. it was easily like cleared seventeen. Yeah. And the one I caught yesterday, I thought it was like 13, 14, and it was over 16. Yeah. You know? So these Florida fish are long, which is nice. nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, at any time down here, you can, we can stumble into, you know, one big one. We got uh, Milford says 91 and three quarters. Uh, Mark Edwards says uh, 94 inches. So everybody's shooting for those 90s. I, just, I, I think it's. I think nineties will happen. I think it'll happen too. I, you know, I'm conservative with eighty eight, but I think you'll see a ninety inch bag for sure, oh, ninety yeah. plus inch. And I, I agree with what Scott says. You know, you're gonna need. You always need a good kicker fish. Yeah. I think that there may be one of these situations where you'll see somebody that's contending that's got like three decents, one good one, and may not even have a fifth fish. You know. Yeah. I, I've seen that before where you've carry it like a 24 or 23 over sure to and really make up some ground yeah 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 it'll be interesting to see man it's uh Kissimmee it, it's funny because I talked to a few people before I came down here and I was like you know you got get any recommendations or anything and uh my one buddy Connor who you know used to fish down here quite a bit he has family down this way and he goes you know what the biggest problem with Kissimmee chain is everything looks great that's a uh, <laughs> like, understatement of century. yeah like i think i said to you today i was like man it was like everywhere we looked you know it was like it just looked juicy you know like yeah. there should be fish here there should be fish here and there'd be nothing this is nothing. one of the few times where like i'll always say that a motor versus like pedals or paddling is not really an advantage like you can compete We've cleared so much water running motors. And because of that, everything, like we were talking to these, our neighbors here that are in the bass boat tournament. Like everything looks good and everything looks the same. Like every, you know, if punching's your deal and you're on a punching bite, there's 400 places that have the same grass or in the same depth, the same makeup that you could punch. And you've just got to bounce and bounce and bounce. And I mean, it's, it's very hard. I mean, and these guys are way, you know, more experienced than I am. And they're all having the same struggles for clearing water because it's, you know, punch here four times, scoot down, punch there four times, and just do it all day for minimal bites. Kevin Swan says 91 Saturday, 85 Sunday. Ooh. See, I think that's what you're going to see is like a 90 and an 80. Yeah, Sunday's going to fall off for sure. Yeah. I think Saturday is not going to affect him as as much as Sunday will. Two days in a row, of super cold. I think cold Saturday times. is going to more affect the angler than the fish. The, and that's the thing too, the right? Wind. Like what Tuesday? It's supposed to be eighty. Thursday. Yeah. 
Like, come on, man. Well, we're missing it. But figures and watch Lake Fork will be on fire. Oh yeah, that's where we were supposed to go. Yeah, and the the water levels are low there, so the fish are all schooled up. And yeah, I think Fork's gonna be a fight next weekend. Like, yeah, I think you're gonna have a real tight race there. Like everybody's gonna slam them, and I think your winners are gonna be separated by quarters of an inch. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be a good one. But yeah, I, I hate we didn't go, but. Lake Fork last year, I really wanted to hit this event because I've always wanted to come down to the Kissimmee Channel, Florida. And it just, it's not going to deter me from it. Now I just want to get back at the right time of year, I guess, at the right temperature. Yeah. I mean, I've always wanted to fish the 10 Vitational, like I'm qualified to, so I am. And, you know, it's usually like Jay said at the beginning of the show, like fishing shows have been canceled left and right usually Kissimmee happens the same weekend as the Chicago fishing show. And this year it got canceled instantly. I was like, let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm ready to go fish and like be in some open water. And, you know, and that's the thing too, right? Like Sunday morning I was fishing on 10 inches of ice. And now <laughs> yesterday <laughs> and today I'm like fishing open water, which is nuts, you know, but uh, yeah, it's, it'll be good, man. I'm, I'm, you know, either way, like I got that mentality right now. Like I don't even care about finishing. I'm just looking to have a good time and enjoy myself that's, down here. You that's kind of what happened. You know, I, I was taking it very seriously leading up to it, but as soon as I saw the weather pattern, how it was going to change and that's already a weak point for me. Sure. I, I kind of just like, I don't want to say wrote it off, but I'm not really worried about the tournament anymore. And now it's all about, like today it was like, okay, I need to catch my first Florida fish. And it was my first fish for 2022. Sure. And, you know, now it's like, okay, now I want to catch a really nice Florida fish. Uh, I want to check out as much of the area as we can. And I saw, I think Milford asked if we'd seen any gators. We hadn't seen any big, big lizards yet. And I'm kind of upset about it because there's signs everywhere and beware and they attack humans. And we ain't seen the first one. And I'm kind of pissed about that. I'm not upset about it at all. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, at least we know you're going to stay in the boat, Brian. <laughs> well, that was the thing. We launched this morning where we launched, which is right here by where we're staying. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a sign like, don't feed the alligators. Beware of the alligators. And I was like, oh, God. Like, yeah. I don't want to step in the water to get my kayak. Like, I don't know if you read it. The place we launched last night or yesterday afternoon. They have a whole sign about alligators frequent this area. They are known to attack humans. <laughs> I did not I see like, that. Yes. But this that's funny great. because last night when I was breaking down my boat and I'm like, oh, man, I can like just picture a gator coming up and trying to snatch me off the bank like as I'm bending down <laughs> trying to grab my crate or something. Well, I was standing knee deep in the water today and yeah. trying not to think about it. And, no. you know, like I was reading somewhere else about uh, like down here, it's very common for them to snatch cows and deer off the bank because there's cattle farms all around the lake and we rounded a corner and there's a freaking cow standing in the room yeah there was a cow standing in the lake with two birds sitting on its back like and the cow like turned around was like get off of me bro dude i was looking at him and i was like dude what's gonna happen if something just comes out and takes that thing down like we're out like so fast oh out. man yeah it's uh we almost got ran over by a couple airboats today um, he got a lot closer than i did i, I made sure i was out of the yeah way. that's that's kind of unique when you're like deep in some grass and you just hear this fan motor coming around the corner <laughs> it'd be like the like, worst yeah. way to die because you can hear it for like 20 minutes before he gets there it's like a pro mod dragster running down the river <laughs> that you can't see but you can hear it running over all the grass yeah and that's like he got close enough to brian I was like 25 yards back and I could hear him coming straight for him. And I keep seeing Brian like looking that way, you know, like trying to scoot over. So I just stood up in my seat above the grass to see him. And like, lucky for us, that guy has one of those tall pedestal seats on his airboat so he can see us. But, well, what's unique about that is it, you know, those airboats can go through some really shallow water. So they've cut like some nice back sloughs through that grass that, the bass boats can't get back to, but the kayaks can. 
we haven't really found any fish back there but you know i'm sure you know as this spawn kicks in full force down here you know that's going to change yeah, a little if, bit if this tournament was a, a week later or not having this like those are yeah. the areas that would play because they're like no pressure i mean minus you know airboats running over them but that's not really going to do anything to the fish but agree agree and they a lot of those give us access to a lot of cool places like, yeah I actually yeah. had a blow up on a frog today, which was fantastic. Throwing a frog in January. Never done that before. But, uh, you know, that was one of those areas. We took one of those, like, blown down trails and then found little, you know, isolated pockets. There's only about that much water in them. But, do, yeah. they got, do they got snakeheads down there? Yeah, I don't know if they're they, down here. Are they? I didn't know if they were south of Georgia. I know they have them in Georgia. Yeah, no, I, I think mean, they have them in Florida because I'm wondering because, uh, I mean, if you're getting blow-ups on frogs, they tend to go after frogs, too. Well, this one wasn't a big fish, but it was a, a very, very typical, like, frog bite where the water just drops out from under the under the frog. Mm -hmm. uh, he just was off to the left a little bit. Huh. But uh, if you guys I only – I was going to say, if you guys only encountered bass to uh, – like yesterday and today? Mm -hmm. I was just yeah. about to say, I haven't seen anything else swimming around. Uh, no gar, nothing. I haven't seen. Uh, I saw some bait scatter at the ramp when we came in tonight. I saw a bunch of like real small bait fish, but yeah, no, like, yeah. no like gills or nothing like uh, that. I haven't seen gills either. There was a lot of guys like uh, we saw today, crappie or bluegill fishing. Yeah. They were bobber fishing in a few areas, you know. You know, one thing that I, we were talking about this outside. You know, you run up on bass boat guys and you see them like fishing points and stuff like that. And then as you go by, thinking like, okay, maybe this is something I should try. They're all throwing shiners. Like everybody out here is fishing with live bait. Yeah. yeah. So, it, like, they've got live bait to go after. They're not going to come from a plastic worm. Yeah, I mean, the first time I ever fished in Florida, which was on Lake Tarpon. Um, we were shiner fishing. Well, that's like just looking at all the like when I was looking for camping, everybody has like a guide that's related to like a camping area. Sure. And I would just look into those and like all of them are live bait trips. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it's cool because it probably ups your chance of catching a trophy down here for sure. But it just doesn't interest me at all. Like, I'll live bait fish for crappie just because it makes it easier. But that's about it. We see a gator tomorrow. I'll throw throw a hook in you and throw you out there. <laughs> like I said earlier, I hope Paddle and Finn's got a disability clause. <laughs> Jimmy, you're fired. They, they definitely got a clause. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, it'll be interesting, man. I I'm I'm stoked. I'm just glad to be down here. I'm, you know, glad I made the trip and. Uh, you know, just trying to make the best of it, have have a good time, and uh, you know, we'll battle through the elements. It could be worse, right? Oh, definitely. Could be back home in negative twenty degree windshields. You know. Yeah. My trail camera. I showed Jimmy my trail camera in Wisconsin. Sent me a picture, and it's red negative thirty seven. Whoa. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Dude, don't pee outside. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. But at the same time, that would be hilarious to have like oh my god. Crazy. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. It showed up negative 37, and that's just right over the border. Jeez. That's over in the marsh spot, you know. But uh yeah, it'll be interesting, man. It'll be interesting to see what happens and uh you know, we'll just keep grinding it out. We'll run and gun tomorrow and uh, cover some ground. And may, may try some new water tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. There's a massive amount of lakes out there. I'm looking at the map. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Something when you look at, uh, I mean, obviously, if you're looking at like a scale, you can tell. When you're just like Google Earthing this or Google Maps. Yeah, you're like, that's idea. not a far run. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, then when you, you measure it out, here, you're like, oh, four miles. Like, like what? Like two points on a map. You look anywhere else in your own state, and you're like, okay, that's about a thirty minute run. And then you you map it, and it's like four and a half miles. And you're like, ah, that spot we ran to this morning, like the far spot, that was probably what a forty five minute run, hour run. 
It was probably about an hour. We didn't go straight there. Yeah, and I, I mean, we fished some stuff. Are you driving on, or fishing? Fishing when the we fishing, left yeah. the ramp to yeah, get yeah. to that farthest point. It's probably about an hour. It would have probably been an hour point to point. We hit some other stuff, but uh, it's and, and that's most of it. Like a lot of the put-ins, if you want to get to anything significant, I mean, it's you know, one point seven miles, two point six miles. Like yeah. a lot of it's running. And then you can fish in all the channels that connect them, but some of them get a little narrow. And like we saw that one guy right when we were coming in, I mean, there was a guy probably running 80, 80, 85 when he come out of that stretch. Well, and that's the thing too. Like the one channel we were in today, that was pretty wide. That one was. And we actually saw bait in that one. Mm -hmm. And like, there was no fish. Like we fished it and that's where some deeper water is is in a lot of those channels but there it's crazy that some of the stuff we're looking at is textbook for what you should do in these situations in this time of year yeah like and it's not there deep water you know near shallow water with structure nothing and like i said you know you we went out graphing uh yesterday and nothing like i know my electronics to know like when we cover a school of something and we didn't, we weren't covering singles, like nothing. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's so weird, dude. Cause that, it's like, you know, that's what makes me honest to God believe they're still shoved up shallow. Yeah. I mean, that's where Just the warmest the water is, but, um, you know, you didn't really, really find them up in there well that's you know what, what I, mean? I, I think that i mean maybe i mean that's where you got dipped. got that frog blow up but again that was the end of the day and that's when the water is going to be the warmest right? right so and that was after tournament hours so you know it's not necessarily legit scott's asking uh side scan yeah we've been side scanning well, I've been side scanning I know, everything. I, I actually backed mine down to max range while we were like making our runs, just to see as far as I could, and it I, nothing. I I found that one rock pile out on a break, and uh, there was nothing there. Well, like we found that brush pile that I, I ran yeah. over, nothing yeah. on it. Only brush pile in the area in deep water, right outside of shallow water. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, well, the thing is, too, right? Like, they had that cold front blow through last week. We got the cold front coming in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this weekend. The grass, and especially the grass mats, are going to hold a lot of that temperature. So I think they're going to cling to that, you know, come come cold front time. Yeah. You know, like the thicker grass, not the the sparse grass. So Yeah. I was gonna say, is there any riprap or any rocks like uh, by shore? Not much. No, no. It's mostly just sandy beaches or sandy banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like he's saying, you know, it, it it could be you know where you're having to turn to punch, <clears throat> like punching heavy. Well, even stuff. even uh, there was a few spots where we had some cypress trees and brush on the banks that we fished in. I saw one fish. I had I lost one fish on a dock. I forgot about that. Yeah. Earlier in the day. Yeah. Uh, he just he 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 picked it up under. I skipped under the dock. He grabbed it and swam to me, and before I could catch up with him, he spit it. Yeah. I think you guys are gonna have your work cut out for you, man. I'm looking at the weather. It's sixty. Well, you yeah. sixty-seven tomorrow. Uh, Eleven mile an hour winds, cloudy. Saturday's forty-nine and sunny. 19 mile an hour winds with 40 mile an hour gusts yeah and then sunday will be 54 sunny with and that'll be a pretty like tame day as opposed to the day before that was kind of like what it was the first day what's the wind forecasted on sunday eight miles yes nothing yeah 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 that'll be more tall i think people are going to be cold on saturday that's (laughs) this sunday is when i'll catch the 102 inches there you go 102 (laughs) and a quarter Oh, my bad. My bad. I, 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 I short changed you on that one. 102 flat. 
Yeah. That would be hilarious. I mean, I wouldn't complain. That'd be my first 100 inch yeah. day in a tournament. No, I've never broke the century mark. That'd be sick. As long as you guys ain't fishing, as long as Miss Jean ain't going to be out there, you don't got to worry about anybody catching any hogs. Yeah. <laughs> she was coming. I'm just going to go find her. Yeah. I thought about <laughs> I thought about that on the way down. Like, should have yeah. hit her up and yeah. gone and fished with her, you know, one it's of like, the days. What's it like to catch a 25, 26 inch bass? So, funny story. Um, the spot I lost my phone in that KBF FLW tournament on Nickajack, <laughs> I drove past it coming down here because there's a bridge right over by there. And I was like, I was coming up to it and I knew where I was. And I'm like, no freaking way. <laughs> and sure enough, dude, I pass over it and I could see the spot. And I'm like, F you fish. F you. <laughs> <laughs> and just laughed. Just laughed. It was like, what? Probably two in the morning something like that and i was just right like oh my god he started seeing stuff <laughs> yeah no uh, that that was a lot before i started you know seeing things i messed up man i it was only a about 11 and a well, 10 and a half to 11 and a half hour drive depending on traffic for me i left out at like 11 30 uh tuesday and i could have been here by like midnight and I had two hours left, wasn't tired, stopped at a truck stop to like grab a drink and use the restroom. And when I sat back down on the truck, I was like, nope. And I, yep. just, I was like, I'll just sleep for an hour and get back up. Woke up five hours later, like laid over in the front seat of my truck. Yeah, I woke up. Well, I drove. I left Chicago at 430 in the afternoon Tuesday. And I pulled over like right before you get into Florida in Georgia, I pulled into a rest stop and I'm like, man, I got to go. Cause I had been pounding coffee. <laughs> so, he was like, man, this loves coffee. This uh, is great. It's got something in it. Dude, yeah. I don't know what it is about that loves coffee, but it was, uh, it was like crack. It's and, uh, I, uh, I, I, I pull over and I like take a leak and I get back in the truck and I'm like, I should just sit here for a minute. Next thing I know, like I wake up an hour later and Jimmy's texting me, where you at? I'm like, uh, almost to Florida. I'm just leaving the rest here. Yeah. I took an hour nap, but, uh, which was probably what was good. It that you said before that you said that you thought you saw an alligator on the side of the road or something. Oh like yeah, dude, there was something on the <laughs> side of the road by this bridge and it kind of looked like an alligator, but it was way too big to be an alligator. And I'm like, man, I'm I I need to pull over. I need to pull over. <laughs> like the white dotted lines, like looked like a solid line. I was like, this is bad. This is just bad. <laughs> Almost died in outside of Nashville at like midnight. Oh, yeah. Some car comes like ripping past me, doing like 100 miles an hour, <coughs> almost sideswipes me. And I'm like, that guy's gonna crash. And not even a minute later, dude, I just see sparks. And the guy like rolled his car in the center of the highway. It, I think what he did is he hit the back end. There was a guy pulled over to the side of the road that was towing like three cars mm-hmm. on a trailer. And I think he rammed into the back of that trailer. But the dude was like swerving all over the place, rolled his car, five people stopped. And I was like, I ain't got time for this. So I kept rolling. So <laughs> nothing I can do to help. There's five other people there and I had to get to Florida. So lots of great drivers out there these days. Dude, they were horrible. <laughs> horrible. I haven't had, I didn't have any, like any issues the whole way down. Like traffic was fine. I, I rerouted and didn't go through Atlanta, thank God, because Google really wanted me to go through Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But uh, Indiana drivers were bad. Dude. They'd hang in the left lane doing like, like 60, 65. Yeah. Ugh. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Let's I, go. I dread that all the way to Indy from here. It sucks so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a great spot. Like every time I'm on there, like somebody jacks up their car. There's an accident. Something stupid's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a couple accidents on the way down, but that that dude, I don't know what he was doing, man. Uh, dome light was on and like was like swerving all over the place. So I just told myself, I'm like, this guy's going to crash. And sure enough, like 
30 seconds later, just smashes his car. So, I don't know. Hopefully that person's all right. Uh, it looked all right when I drove by, so. At 85. <laughs> yeah, 85, yeah. <laughs> I, slowed down. I slowed down to 55. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I didn't want to <laughs> run over any debris. Uh. He's but. like, Brent's like, I'm not trying to get, like, get a flat tire. Hope the guy's okay, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so. <clears throat> other, well, other than that, it's been a pretty – a fun trip i mean it's still a you know check mark on lakes i wanted to hit yeah uh i mean the little bar next door was very like rugged pretty cool my kind of bar uh everybody we've talked to has been real cool and i mean all the boaters everybody's you know courteous about the kayak guys like yeah that is one thing i noticed like you didn't have boat guys like nest well i had that one guy last night who like crept up on my where I was fishing, and I was just like, "Screw you, man!" Like, I remember that. Yeah, Billy Badass, Billy oh. Billy Bassass is what I call them. Um, but yeah, just came in and like kept trying to get in front of me, and then finally I was like, "Just, we, we just had, go." Uh, we had one watch us today. They came idled in. You know, he had his rap boat. You know, because they're cool, and. uh they, oh, that's right. Yeah, they yeah. got down an idle, and sure enough, I caught a fish right in front of him, which I hate doing. But and didn't he say something to his buddy like I was going to go in there or something? Yeah, something like that. And they took off, man. They left left us to the spot, which yeah, of was of course he did. He saw what he was nice. See. Yeah. yeah, he put, he put a waypoint. He's like, boop. Okay, we can go. <laughs> I looked back and was like, they're taking us out. Cool. Well, at Boom. first I thought he was just scanning that deeper water out there. Yeah. But um, yeah, it makes sense. Stealing information, <laughs> asshole. You'll be fishing with him hey. this weekend. Oh, dude, if we get out there and he's there, I would be. <laughs> I don't do well with that. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go right in front of him. I'm gonna have a Russ Snyder, Jacob Wheeler moment. Well, there you go. Just, just act oblivious. Put on some headphones. Yeah, yeah. like jamming out. <laughs> you know, and you're like, "What's up, bro?" <laughs> Just start screaming, hey! <laughs> no, mo- most most folks have been super nice, like, especially the locals, man. Like, when we went back in that one spot with all the docks, we were, the one lady was fishing from her pier, and she's like, good luck this weekend. Hope you guys do good. And, yeah, they do. You know, she was here. chit-chatting with us. And then, obviously, you got, you know, the folks that haven't really seen, like, the decked-out kayaks before you know, asking questions and stuff like that, which is always cool. It's a, you know, conversation thing, you know, and, uh, you know, like the boater guys that are staying next door, you know, they were asking us all kinds of questions about the kayaks. I think and, that one guy was considering it because he was like, so it only costs about what, like five grand to go like pull out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're about ready to get rid of that $80,000 rocket, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got like a 19 foot skeeter, I think. Yeah. 19 it's or 20. Nice. Yeah, there's a bunch of folks rolling around here with brand new Rangers. Yeah, a lot of Rangers. Saw a few Phoenixes. What was that other? The other one, Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, we've been seeing a lot of Falcons around here too. So it's kind of cool, man. But you know, there is going to be a lot of boat competition. I guess uh, guy next door said the tournament that's going out of Toho Saturday. There's supposed to be like 180 boats. There's a tournament launching out of where we're at. But there's, I mean, that's got to be like 20 boats. I mean, you can park 30 trucks here. Maybe. If you're lucky. So, yeah. But uh, that ramp's also, that that's probably the skinniest channel. No, 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 no. That was the wide channel. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it'd be a, dec- a decent little launch. Right. But from where we're at, you can access uh, Hatch or Kissimmee from that launch. If you run down the channel. Yeah. So they should spread out pretty good. I think the only lake that they can't, you can't access on the Kissimmee chain via boat in channels is Lake Jackson. Cause that's what the guy was telling me is Lake Jackson's a uh, catch and release only lake. And it actually is dammed off to the uh, rest. Yeah. Of the there, chain. yeah, there is a dam going between Lake Kissimmee and, and Jackson. Yeah. 
Yeah. Clay Ragsdale in the house. What's up, brother? Hope you're well, man. Veterans Kayak Fishing. If you guys uh, n- never heard that podcast, go back into the archives. Last year, Jay and I did a show with Clay talking about his uh, Veterans Kayak Fishing organization out of Georgia. They do some great stuff for veterans. That was actually, a, I think, a year ago, like next weekend, because I was there when y'all did that. What? Oh, that's when I came to Illinois. Oh, that's right. I, I yeah, yeah. In the studio, and y'all recorded that. One. That's right. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty much almost a year ago. Yeah. No, because you were up for my birthday, so that's yeah. in a couple weeks. So, yeah, uh, would have been last February. Go check that out. Uh, Clay and his organization does uh, some really good things for veterans in the Georgia area, man. But uh, shout out to all the vets out there. What are we doing for your birthday this year? Same thing. Yeah, we're ice fishing. JL's coming up. JL folks. Yep. Jay Randall's going to come out. Oh, me and Jay are going to go set uh, some tip-ups for some pike. Some pike. I want to try that. Bring your hot dogs. Yeah. Just get the, <laughs> just get the crappiest kind. Yeah. That, like, that's one thing we've... Jay has oh, figured no, out. It's got to be the greasy, nasty. Oh, you've actually tried it. Okay. Oh, yeah, dude, I tried using Vienna beef, like high end hot dogs. We got, yeah, we got, <laughs> we got a, They don't want nothing YouTube, to do with it. The YouTube video we did of uh, pike fishing with hot dogs. Yep. That's when we tested it out. Jay like bought the most expensive hot dogs he could find, and then uh, the cheapest ones and the cheap ones are what caught the fish. Money. I, you know, part of me thinks it's the sodium in those hot dogs do you really think a freaking pike knows the sodium content of what it's about to eat well i, I mean isn't there isn't there salt and lures you know what i mean in plastics right. and stuff so. i think it's the nasty grease that's oozing out of the hot dog is yeah. dangling yeah. in the water that's bringing them in yeah I, i'm just not we're not going to put them 100 yards away this time though god like i no, couldn't i couldn't get to 150 that yeah i mean like you want to see me sprint <laughs> I just want to see you slip and fall on the ice. Well, remember last time there was like, man, six or eight inches of slosh on top of the ice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was, was kind of slushy. That was interesting in itself as well. Yeah. Why did you get so far away? Well, you're setting them off at certain points. Like, yeah. So, uh, different piker, depths and pike, stuff. Pike will hang in shallow on like those weed lines and the drop-offs. Uh, and then the gills are kind of out. A little deeper so see i agree with scott he said kielbasa i was thinking kielbasa you know bratwursts i mean i think it's, Vienna I, I think it's too good i think it's, it's too, too good, good for like <laughs> you know i mean it's i don't know i mean you, you throw like two treble ups on it you know on these little rigs and i mean i'm telling what? you it, it works man i stopped using like like live bait and stuff because hot dogs work what was it? The Great Outdoors with John Candy and uh, Dan Aykroyd, and he was like, "Hey, Chet, you know what those things are made out of, right? Yeah. Lips and assholes." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Greatest movie ever. You you say in treble hooks on a hot dog. All I can think of is like a makeshift jerk bait for some reason. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, what it, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that's what it looks like when it's dangling there. The way he's got it set up, <laughs> yeah. Because Pike will hit dead bait, and you so you you don't have to have live bait. So I mean, the hot dogs kind of mimic. I'm sure the profile looks like a fish. Just chilling, Clay says you know? use chili mac. Chili mac. Like, we could try some cheese dogs too. <laughs> try some of my like, venison I'm, snack sticks. I'm gonna make the most like. Dank hot dog relish, like a sh- <laughs> Chicago dog or something, or a Polish, and just fucking stick a hook through it and check that bitch yeah. out there and see what happens. I've even <laughs> tried like putting like uh, I've got some of the um, uh, what's it called? Like the the alewife uh, shad baits or the yeah yeah that comes in a bag yeah, or whatever the injector, but with the injector yeah. and just squeeze it into the hot dog and everything. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like they still hit that. I think it's just my boy Jay has gotten scientific with this. Oh yeah, dude, (laughs) he gets all over it. If it's got to do with a pike, he's like like, in the flint. I'm gonna miss pike. I'm gonna have to switch to muskies. Yeah, Jay's. Which is fine. Tennessee. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, the the biggest thing is is pike are stupid, muskies are smart. I'll tell you this: they say like musky fishing in the like in the 
Northwest and everything, you know, like, is the fish of 10,000 casts? That is not the freaking case in the South. Like, my buddies that musky fish, like, one of them in particular, I mean, he can probably get one, one or at least one a trip. Like, much easier. We but got... You, uh, you get to get in that skinny water stuff to get into that. You oh, get yeah. the the reef robber on youtube watching he says hey what's up reef robber but uh yeah jay gets uh, a little too into it but uh you know he's gonna make many trips back home to come pike fishing am i yeah yeah, yeah. Just, just like i'm gonna make many trips to tennessee i'm leaving my bucket at your house <laughs> that's fine that's fine i, I mean I'll, i you know can't use it where i'm going I mean, I don't know. They just got blasted with snow. There's probably ice now. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, it was cold enough in Alabama last week that for two days I saw froze over farm ponds, and that shit's not normal. In Alabama? Yeah, I swear to God. We were really? driving by, and me and my work partner were both like, oh, wow. You know where it was in Alabama? Oh, God. It was in Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> You know, I thought about that today. For anybody that's ever been to, like, you know, southern Florida, they got the crazy trees with the moss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that last place we were at when I was looking up there, it looked like the driveway to Forrest Gump's house. Yeah. <laughs> I was busting out laughing. I didn't say anything, but I just started, started laughing. I know what you're talking about because there was that big tree. Yeah. And it had all that grass hanging off of it. I don't even know what that stuff's called, but, yeah. No, it's different, man. Like, that's one thing, too, like – when I drove in yesterday and I got into Florida and I'm just like kind of taking the sights in as I'm coming down, I'm like, man, it's like a whole different world down here compared to up North, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, it just, it, it makes you realize like, you know, like when I go out to Colorado, that's a whole different, you know, oh, ball yeah. game, same thing with Tennessee. And, you know, it's, uh, I started thinking about like the different parts of the country I've been to and how they're, have their own unique habitat and things like that, man. But uh, a lot of sand, a lot of those, uh, I don't know if they're willows. Are they weeping willows? What are those trees? Uh, they may be a willow, but they're not those because we have those in Alabama. And they've got like a long, it's their long, thin vines with green leaves on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, But uh, uh, no, it, it's definitely different down here. Yeah. The, the sandy bottom is the thing I think that's throwing me off because it, the same thing happened in lacrosse when I went is, you know, never fished sandy bottoms before. And a lot of how I fish in tough conditions is based off bottom contact and really being able to feel everything. And you just can't down here. Clay says they're mossy willows. Mossy willows. Okay. Yeah. They're cool, man. Oh, they look, they're really cool trees. I've got a picture I'll show you. I took when we got out the last time. Okay. And I wish it was a little darker, but you could just imagine just a little bit of fog and how freaky as shit it would look like waiting for fucking dead bodies to come walking around. Jesus. Oh, man. What is this, Joliet? You guys are... <laughs> he said it's uh, it's actually algae grow. Oh. That's weird. That's unique. Freaking cool. Yeah. It, it looks so cool, man. Like, like you said, I've seen a couple of those big ones where... Like, it looks like the tree in Forrest Gump's front yard. I'm not going to lie. The kid in me comes out like, they're very climbable trees. Oh, yeah, and for I'm sure. I like, really want to go run up one before we go. Just to Oh, my it. God. I would love to see you do that. Climb a tree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott he's said, like, or. He's like, I love Scott, climbing. Scott <laughs> says, or banjos playing. Yeah. No, 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 no. Travis at uh, Rocktown's got a sticker on the back of his truck. It says, uh, if you hear banjos playing paddle faster <laughs> <laughs> oh it's great but that where i grew up there's some places like that throughout. yeah like we probably the scariest thing that happened when i was still in high school and we were fishing we uh went way back on the black warrior river and we came up to a bank and we were just like crappie fishing and I happened to look up and there was a kid in the woods like maybe like 10 or 11 years old no shoes on, no shirt, wearing blue jean overalls, dirty as crap. Did not was not verbal at all. Would not respond, and then it was just throwing rocks and pine cones at us, and then just disappeared. Like, and we were just like deliverance. That's out. time to go. Like, <laughs> his his paws coming. Like we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Well, 
we're at about an hour, man. Um, final thoughts, Jimmy. Go ahead. Glad to be down here hanging out with you. It's definitely nice to be able to bounce ideas off somebody. Yeah, for sure, man. It's uh, uh it's always nice being on the road with other folks, you know. Yeah, it, it's gonna be a grind, but we'll, we'll we'll figure something out, or we won't. You know, whatever. We'll make me mad either way. It's been a nice change of pace. You you've been a decent replacement for Jay. Decent, Thank I said. You. Well, Jay. I'm I'm not gonna do some of the things Jay does for you. So, <laughs> it, I mean, you did take a photo today. Usually, Jay's my personal photographer, but. Uh, that's true. I, did do I didn't see the quality of this photo yet. Oh, it's so pro- I don't it's know probably not really it good. It's probably not. I can show it's, you a thing or two, Jeff. It's probably not Jay Randall quality, but. Sorry. I, I brought my drone with me, but I thought about when Jay sent his drone out on the tree. <laughs> Just stay away from trees, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hit one twig and you went down. Yeah. Dude, that thing, yeah. <laughs> Just flipped over. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Clay says. Uh, See you soon, guys, on the water in Georgia. Good luck, fellas, and have fun. Smack them or smack someone. That's the plan. I love it. I love it. Uh, Beltran in the house. What's up, brother? He says, are we coming down? I mean, we thought about it because of the weather conditions. I said that more than twice. We should just go to Miami and fish peacocks with Beltran. There you go. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm still not committed to signing up for Sunday. (laughs) I may fish Saturday and drive straight to Miami. I thought about going all the way to like Key West, man. It's like six hours. It's further than that. No, I, I mapped it out when you were asleep because I was seriously <laughs> thinking about it. It was five hours and 46 minutes from where we're sitting right now. That's when he was tired of watching you sleep. So he started. How cold out. is it going to be down there this weekend? Oh, dude, that's the freaking like. This should be warm. Down in the Keys? Yeah. Type in Key Largo. How far is Key Largo from here? Uh, it's like an hour and a half less, I think. Oh, it's even better. It's not going to be that much better. Might have to go knock Plus, on Chad's door and ask. Saturday, it's actually it's going to be 59 at 20 mile an hour winds. Where at? In Key Largo. Oh, we might as well stay here. Yeah, 40 mile an hour gusts. You ain't going to be able to get away from it. Yeah, but there's a really good bars down there, though. I mean... I can priorities. I can tell you too. From I don't know, Nick might say something different, but the time that I went down to fish uh, in you know Miami for the peacocks, it was still kind of cool, and it was hard to fish for them because they're like. He just said, he said before you could even say that he said, uh, no matter what these peas referring to the peacocks are always on, no matter the time. Maybe it's just the guy I was with. Clay says uh, bamboo charters in the keys. Did you just want to bell in this tournament and go to the keys? <laughs> we'll you talk about that after the show. <laughs> you know, I, I break it up and just go tomorrow because you know it's going to be cold anyway. So whatever you do tomorrow, I mean, you're just going to get uh, more of an education on the lake, but not really on the fish. That's true. That's you know true. what I mean? Just go peacock fishing. All right. All right. I will say this. If anybody's got me on their fantasy team, if I decide to bail on the tournament, I will post on Facebook. So check check before tomorrow night at ten o'clock. But yeah, uh, and then stay tuned for much better content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Randall, final thoughts. Uh, I'm just gonna try to stay warm, I guess, <laughs> up here in the tundra. For real, man. <laughs> it's about well, it. Do that. I'm glad to see you're all right. I know you uh, just got over the Rona, so. Uh, yeah. You know, that was part of the reason why we didn't have a show last week. Jay was sick. I was trying to get prepared to come down here. So, um, yeah, awesome. Not too much longer before you relocate, right? No, yeah, uh, April, mid-April. Sweet. Yep. We're out of here the 15th. I'm going to come up there. I mean, you're going to figure out muskie together. That's a big bucket list one for me. Yeah, I got a bunch. I got a few friends out in the areas too. Like, so I know the Collins River. Like, there's a lot of muskies in there. It, they usually hold some big muskie tournaments out on the Collins. I know that much. Yeah, I mean, oh, but okay. that can be a sketchy river, though. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> so good luck. <laughs> some right of those on. some of those launches are pretty something. Uh, the, the the one part of the Collins I've been on though is. Like if you think of like 
kayak creek fishing. Like yeah. that's what it looked like, dude. Pretty moving water, little moss covered rocks, mm. hydrilis standing up. I paddled upstream. I was testing a boat before I bought it. I paddled upstream like 20 yards and I turned around, wolf pack of smallmouth went by. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. oh my God, I got to move yep. here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, boys and girls, thank you as always for tuning in. If you guys jumped in late, you could always go back, rewatch on the old YouTube, Facebook. Uh, you can uh, check it out on the podcast platform right after the show ends. I upload it to all the major podcast platforms. Uh, make sure you get signed up for the fantasy. Uh, we dropped the link in the chat earlier. You can go to paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. Um, get signed up for the Dale Hollow event. That's on the Facebook page, and we also dropped that in the chat as well. Uh, if you sign up early, uh, you get an opportunity to win some free lodging through Eastport Marina. Huge shout out to them. And uh, yeah, we'll figure out what we're doing for the weekend. your <laughs> <laughs> plans, honey. I'm not coming back next week. Yes. <laughs> Until next time, boys and girls. Tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace.